0: When he ran to me, he took me in his arms, till my to his death, said my to But this command is a lamp. This teaching is a light and correction and instruction are the way to life. Proverbs six twenty-three. Join Bishop Patrick Bruce of the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantaman as it brings you the pure unadulterated word of God. This teaching is anointed practical, down to earth and full of wisdom, and will refresh, energize, and bring healing to your body and soul. Listen to the word of God. This morning, our Father is in our midst, our Bishop is in our midst, a vessel that God has really prepared for us. I want us to rise to our feet from the bottom of our hearts with a clap and joy invite Bishop Patrick Bruce. give the Lord a shout wow hallelujah amen amen tell somebody what a nice place to be tell somebody I like your surroundings I like, I like your surroundings a nice church. Put your hands together one more time. God bless you as you may be seated. Amen. Are you happy to be here this morning? Do you like our new chairs? How many are planning to marry now? I was talking with uh, Theo and Kasewa said oh they should have come last week I told them I tried to bring the chairs earlier tried but they, they didn't land but they've landed now hey, Amen listen before you clap next week you're going to raise money to pay for our chairs hey, hey stop clapping I said, next week we are going to raise funds to pay for our chairs. These these chairs, these chairs are not paid for; they are not fully paid for. Shake your device, Charlie. Make you do show. Buy your chair and one other chair. Amen. Tell somebody, buy your chair and buy one other chair for somebody who cannot pay for his or her chair. Uh, You say, I don't have money. Me now, my rent is a problem. You say that me now, I'm struggling to pay my light bill. Me now, I have other issues of life, like gold. I have issues that are chasing me. How can I add a chair I don't need? I didn't even ask for the chair. You are going to buy your chair. You are bringing your trouble on me. Poverty makes you talk in a certain way. It's true. Poverty makes you complain about things that are simple and common sense. Paying taxes is normal. Poverty makes you try to avoid paying taxes and makes you avoid other things. Hallelujah. That is why we are doing our success series. um, He that has for the next five, six, seven weeks. We are just preaching until the message has soaked into our hearts. Amen. I didn't hear a good amen. Amen. I said, We are going to preach this message until it soaks into our hearts and then we have a very good idea how to be successful and prosperous without losing your salvation and your Christianity. Oh, that's why I didn't say amen. amen. Because you can become rich easily. Oh. You want to become rich tomorrow. I can show you how. Only you may go to prison. Oh yes. Or you may end up in in a a cemetery. With HIV or other diseases in your body. There are ways of getting money. But many of them are illegal. And they they compromise our Christian ethics. When you don't pay as you should. You charge as you shouldn't. Do the wrong things. You, you, You can't have money. But just that, it is by, not by rights. And God says, I will smite my hand at you when you get money, not by rights. Amen. But I, I want to have a lot of money and still be a good Christian and go to heaven. That's my, that's my plan. Oh, do I have any classmates here in the house? I want, I, I believe, I believe that it is possible, it is possible. Have a lot of money and still be a very good Christian. I have one man, I know him very, very well, a very rich man in this city, very, very rich. He's a a millionaire, not city millionaire, dollar millionaire. He's very, very rich and very, 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 very good Christian. Very, very good Christian. Every time I see him, we are praying, we are talking about God, how to push the kingdom of God, messages, and a very rich man and a very good Christian. And he says that it is possible it is possible to be very rich without compromising your Christianity without giving away your faith without selling your soul to the devil without becoming a, a criminal in the system without having a bad reputation it's possible tell somebody it's possible say it well, it's possible to be a good Christian without all the bad things that is linked to the names of rich men and, and so that is why we are also pursuing this line Amen Oh, I said, Amen. Amen. Yes, right now, as I was sitting in my office, I have some two young people there in a, some, some country, and they say, oh, they have their bill of $4,000 to pay. And I was just sitting down at my table. You know, and so I asked him, so how much do you have so far? He said, nothing. And he's a student who, who is just there. And a student who doesn't have money, I can understand. He just finished paying his school fees for his course, and I was sitting down thinking that four thousand dollars, four thousand dollars, it should not be, it should not determine somebody's life. It should not determine where somebody, what somebody becomes. It is not a very big amount of money, twenty thousand series. It should not determine whether you succeed or fail in life. Amen. And as I was thinking, I said that it is a pity. That uh, 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 we as believers, we are so limited in our financial capabilities. Look at your neighbor say, I, I think he says you are poor. Look at your neighbor tell him, I think he said you are poor. I think that's how I understood what the man said. That you are poor. If you had money, you say, oh, uh, 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 don't mention it, I'll pay. If you had money, that's what you say. Pastor, stop talking. One, one day, a certain pastor was doing fundraising in his church and as he was raising their fans in a certain country in, in West Africa, not Ghana, a certain country, a bigger country. As as the pastor was raising fa- funds fans, then somebody got up as said, Pastor, you are you are talking too much. I will pay, I'll pay. <laughs> hey that people say you should be that person here. He says Pastor No, what did he say? I think Pastor you are embarrassing me or something. Is that something that you are talking too much? I will pay. And, that, that, and then it, it, is, it is done. Amen. But even to pay for my chair. 100 CDs. 100 cities to pay for my chair. is a problem. It's a problem. But it's passing out of this house. I said it's passing out of this house. And, and very soon we will have very prosperous young men and young women who have gained wealth by rights who have the favor of God on their lives who are rich and they are praying every day who are good christians men of faith of integrity and honesty and God is with them put your hands together last week we said that they are Two powers that give wealth, God and the devil. And devil's power, devil's wealth is always compromised. It comes with a problem. It is God who gives us prosperity, riches without sorrow. But devil's always sorrow follows close behind. So this morning, we are talking about how does God make us wealthy? Many Christians are not clear about this. Somehow they think that God will send money from heaven. As you pray, When you open your eyes, money has come. Hey! Thousands of dollars has come. Ah, what a miracle. That's somebody, that's witchcraft. It's not a miracle. <laughs> it's witchcraft. The money has come like that. When you open your eye, money is That, that money, I don't like it again. You can take it because it's not how God does his things. Amen. And some people are thinking that you you go and see some money lying down. Hey! It's a miracle. God has provided. No, that's not how God provides money. A bank has, somebody has crashed. Money fell down from the car. Praise the Lord. God has provided. No, that's not how God provides. That's not how God provides. Or you go and find a big man with a big stomach. And a big car, and the man will be giving you money every day, twenty thousand, to take you to Paris. Take you, that man is God's provision for you. No, that's not how God provides. No, God doesn't use big men in pot Belly and other rich people to provide for you plus other uh, 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 evils. No. And, but you see, when you do not know how God works, two things happen. You miss it. You miss it. You, when God is moving, you don't see what he's doing. And then the second thing is that you begin to say, God doesn't help. Push your over. Do you hear? You begin to say, God cannot help. God doesn't help. God has no power. I have served God a long time. And, and there's no help on God. And, and what is the use of... One day you tell me, what's the use of being in church? One day you tell me, after being in church and you are poor for a long time. One day you tell me? Pastor, what's the use? I've been here for a long time. That's what they asked uh, Gold. What's the use? You have been praying. You have served God. What's the use? Go to one man In one month, you have money. And in five months, you are dead. <laughs> they didn't hear that word. You have money. They, they will say, what? I mean, we have served God. It is vain to serve God. It is vain. Hey! It's in Malachi chapter one, and you have said it is vain to serve God. They have said it. That is, I mean, we have kept ourselves. I've been a virgin. I'm I'm 29 years old. I've been a virgin. Nobody has touched me, and I've not got any proposal. I look at the stupid girls. They yeah, have done the washing three times, and a nice man has come to propose. What's the use? I should have blown myself. Hey, because I don't see why I didn't do it and I'm still not married and she did it and she's married so who's the fool me or she I mean who's the fool I should have done it and I'll be married but do you know who she has married he's called Azikiza (laughs) Azikiza is handsome and has a smooth tongue but he's wicked (laughs) he's wicked and he's unfaithful and you spend the rest of your life praying against HIV and gonorrhea (laughs) you will pray every night oh god let him come when he comes oh god let him go (laughs) hallelujah are you here this morning how god makes people wealthy it is god who does make people wealthy and that's point number one Deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse 18 But remember Thou shalt remember the Lord thy God For it is He That giveth thee power To get wealth That is the beginning Of our discussion It is God Who gives the power To get wealth Amen If you don't believe this Point one somebody you can leave now you may go I allow people to go for the next five minutes when they are going allow them to go but they shouldn't come back <laughs> if you don't this is the beginning of our and I said that it would take me about six weeks to finish this series because I believe it I have experienced it and I know it and that is why I'm preaching what I'm preaching and the, the beautiful thing about this book is, see Bishops gift. Bishops gift is that he has the power to describe something you know but you can't see so I, I you see my something somewhere that's something somewhere you can't see it, that's why I say something somewhere he will give you the English words to accurately describe that thing so it's aha that is what I'm trying to see this, you see, I was saying what you are saying, but you see, my something somewhere we don't understand something somewhere, but he does, and he can express it, articulate it, in a way we understand, and that's the beautiful mystery of his books. That is why this book, t- look, you must get a copy of this book. He does have. If you don't have one, get one. Ashes, anybody at all? I'm studying it. It's not ten cities, but it's ten cities. So that you get one. Anybody at all you want a copy, lift your hand and ushers give them a copy. Ten CDs for one. He that hath you must get a copy. I said you must. It is one of the greatest books of explanation of the wealth and poverty of the nations. It explains why poverty is around us and why wealth is is also there. And and this is your chance. To, to get into it. Hallelujah. Madam on chapter 11 and on page 160. How does God make people wealthy? There are about 10 different points in the book. But we'll take our time. So somebody take your time. And I have to take my time because many of us our minds are wrong. I have to explain and explain to disabuse your mind of a misconception or a preconceived idea that is not correct. I have to explain and explain and explain. And I will explain. Tell somebody I'm in no hurry. Uh, that's why i talking a lot today. I'm not preaching. Just to explain that we are about to see how God will change your life and, and make you a blessed person. And it, number one, it is God who gives the power to acquire to get wealth. Amen. Amen. Jesus said in um, Matthew 28, all power is given in heaven and earth. I mean, all power is with God. Far above every power, every principality. Ephesians chapter 1. Jesus has, God has all the power. Amen. He is the creator of everything. Every power that exists, is under him. He has power and he gives power. Luke chapter four the devil said, All this is mine, and I give it to whom I I will. That, that that means power can be given. And in Malachi, Matthew chapter ten, Luke chapter ten, Jesus with his disciples, he gave them power over demons and unclean spirits. And they went and came back rejoicing, saying that demons are subject to us. And, and so he was, you see, that power he gave actually was given. I, I, are you here? Actually, power was transferred. God did give them power to go and do things. And they went and they did do things and they came back rejoicing. And so God does give power. Amen. Amen. Ecclesiastes chapter 5. And verse 19 you see again to, to understand how, how God does his things it says every man also to whom God has given riches and wealth and has given him power to eat thereof you know it, this scripture to you doesn't sound as, as, as a powerful scripture because anybody who has wealth will eat I mean that's the assumption in fact we are looking for wealth to eat or, or not yeah that's our plan I'm looking for money to chop I have bills how many have bills you have bills how many have issues that money can solve how many are need money to change your life and make it better oh I mean we are looking for money to chop or oh, it's not the case how many will chop? They look a few, look what I go. Who chop? That's our plan. We are looking for money to chop. And so when we see this scripture, of every man to whom God has given riches and wealth and given the power to eat thereof. You see, this is where we misunderstand that thing, power to eat. Because to you, once I have, I will eat. Once I mean once I have, I will eat. Chapter 6 verse 2. A man to whom God has given riches, again, the same riches and wealth, and even added honor, so he wanted nothing for all his soul, of all that he desires, yet God giveth him not power to eat. Hey. Hey! Another man who has also received money, wealth, riches, another man also who has had these things, but he, God, did not give him the power to eat. It, it means that it's not the money I owe. It's the power given to you or not given. And I remember, I remember clearly one, one Christmas, I went to visit a friend. I had a friend. He's very rich. I have some rich friends. Very rich. I mean, he's rich, 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 rich. And when I got to his house, Christmas time, around lunchtime, then they brought him a bowl. And then i i, I said I, I mean you know sometimes i'm, I'm a bit cu- curious i want to see what's happening so i checked uh, i said what is this I said says something I, I checked i said ah, oh what is that uh, do you know what it was fuller ah, ah, i said what is fuller first time i heard it so i uh ah, this thing no fine <laughs> this thing no fine ah what, what is it uh? i thought oh, it's my lunch I said, how? Christmas time. This is your lunch, fuller. Christmas time, rich man like you. Then I saw that he had ulcer. So he couldn't eat pepper. He had diabetes. He couldn't eat sugar. He had hypertension. He couldn't eat salt. <laughs> so what, what, what can you eat now? What can you eat now? So, you are eating fula at Christmas time. He said, My ulcer is aggravated. What does that mean? It's, it has become flared up. It's very bad. So, now, dear, he, but he can't eat anything. That's why he's eating fuller to soothe the stomach. Not even sugar, no sugar, no pepper, no salt, nothing. And I, I look at him. I said, I know some poor people who are chewing kebab. <laughs> They are chewing kebab at Christmas, and you are eating for a rich man. I said, then I remember you have the wealth, but not the power to eat. Oh, put your hands together. Yeah, you don't have the power. So this is the man that God has not given the power to, 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 uh, uh, You see what I am saying this morning is that God gives the power. Amen. God gives power now read the point well it says the person who god has given the power specifically specifically is there underlying specifically it means a certain kind of power that god is going to give somebody for wealth a certain kind of power because there's a power of casting out demons a power of praying is a power of 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 fasting there are different powers that are available to us as believers you see in life because there are different powers of the human being there are different competitions we have football basketball table tennis every every game is a testing of a different power in human beings every game even in athletics We are all running. We are all athletes. We are all running. It's true. Some are doing 100 meters, some 200, some 400, and some, they are different lengths because some have different powers. Some have a power for short distance and not long. Some have a power to run far and not short. And so they are different powers. And that is why it says specifically, God is going to give somebody that power to get wealth. May you be that person that God will give you the power that specifically makes you wealthy. Amen. Amen. Not the power to pray. Not the power to be an evangelist and win souls. Not that power. Not that power. But the power to You see, yesterday and no, Friday and Thursday, Prophet Kakra was in town having his air power conference and he was talking and he said that Many things that God does, they are intentional, they are intentional. God is a God who plans, he's a God of knowledge, knowledge and wisdom. A person who is wise does nothing to see, I will see, I'm just seeing what will happen. No, everything I'm doing, I'm doing with a plan. I'm doing with a plan. Those who play games, board games, not Zik and Ladders or Ludu, Ludu you don't think, you play. The dice will think for you. When the dice says six, then you go six. Dice says three, then you go three. Those games are not thinking games. Drafts and chess, where you think. No proper player will just play anyhow. Every single move, you look and look before you play. When they say play, you say, I'm thinking. Or oh, it's not so. Yeah, play, I'm thinking. Ah, we are starting. Is 24-24, play! I'm thinking. Every move you make, you're thinking. That's how God is. Every move He makes, He's thinking. And He has planned it. And so God deliberately has set up a way to bless us. Amen. And the key is that it is He who gives you the power to get wealth. Put your hands together for that one. so what is how does that thing come number two is God makes people you need to get a booko because you'll be copying those ah, for a long time God makes people wealthy by adding all things to their lives when they seek him first I am you see my aim and my plan these four five weeks is to break many misconceptions and bring you back on the right course amen because it has been thought that getting wealth and serving God hard they are mutually exclusive it has been suggested that to to get money to get real money you must Put church aside. Oh, it's not true. Yeah. You must to get and that is why sometimes we are afraid for you to get money. Oh yeah. We are afraid. Because some of us, when you get money, you will disappear out of church. Sunday morning, where are you? I'm washing my car. Hey, when you had no car, you were in church. Now Sunday morning, where are you? You are a car wash wearing shorts and sing the chewing gum, I'm washing my car. Hey, Since the car came, you have not become busy on Sunday mornings. Or when you were unemployed, you were in church. When you got a job, no, Tuesday evening, I can't come. We're doing prayer meeting, I can't come. We're doing camp, I can't come. Why? One little job you have gotten, in, it's pay you only 400 CDs, and you can't come to all these meetings. Now we have set God aside. We have not... have been able to separate God from getting wealth and so it's like to get wealth put God aside now that's why you don't get the wealth too because the power is with God and you are putting him aside. oh you don't understand the power to give wealth is with God and that man that has the power no, put him aside to go and chase, chase for men. Hey, tell somebody only you're bad. <laughs> men 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 are wicked. The heart of man is definitely wicked. Men do not give money. How many have seen that by now? Men do not give money. Even your uncle who is rich and has money, he won't give you. Men do not give money. It is not in the nature of man to be generous is not. It is in our nature to be selfish and gather more, more, more unto ourselves. And so when you are trusting or hoping on man, when I say man, I mean any human institution, be it Coca-Cola company, Guinness, Ghana, Ghana government, American government, any other government, it is, it is unusual for a man to set you up and make you rich. Now, They are making themselves rich. Now, what they give you often as you know, is peanuts. It's true. Yeah. And we have set God aside. I'm preaching this money to somebody here. We have set God aside and we are chasing money. And so you have just broken the first rule of, of prosperity. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all these things shall be added. Unto you, Amen. Well, you know, one of the one of the um, confessions of we the Christians is that we are we are getting the blessings of Abraham. That is our confession. The blessings of Abraham, they are mine, and that as God blessed Abraham, God bless me the same way, Amen. But is he? very few of us have ever sat down to look in the bible how did god bless abraham you know in abraham in genesis chapter 12 abraham was staying with his father chapter 11 he was a man living in his father's house then his father died and abraham left his father's house then he moved away with Lot. chapter 12 verse 15 14 or 15 they came to egypt and there was a famine in Egypt and then verse 15 the princess of Pharaoh saw his wife they saw they saw uh, uh, um, Sarah that's the girl she find that's all Abraham's education we don't know Abraham's work ethics we don't know how hard was working we don't know all we know is one thing that was his wife she find that's all and then Pharaoh and the princess saw her and they told Pharaoh that she's a beautiful woman and then Pharaoh took her into his house. And then what? And then he treated Abraham well for her sake. And then he gave Abraham sheep. Abraham nothing. He had nothing. He was just walking around, with, uh, uh, walking around town with his, with his wife. That's all. Uh, come. Come, come, come. Just walking around with her wife. Not, no, not the, uh, your wife. Come on. Walking around with their wife. That's all. Just walking around. <laughs> just walking around with a wife in town. And then a rich man. One rich man. You're yeah, a big man. One rich man. One rich man. Three rich men. But, sorry, three rich men. They just say, oh, Charlie, we like you. Not me. They like him, or they, but I'm the man. And then they just began to give me money. And then you just began to give money. That's all. Ah, he had that. Are you bringing money? <laughs> You bring our collectives. And you see, he had done nothing. Abraham had not wept. Abraham had not done anything. All he had was one thing. He believed in God. That's all. When God said go, he went. He obeyed God and believed in God and he went. And then God just gave him money. Seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and he will add all these things unto you. That's all that's all. see God. You are seeking money. You are, you are looking for money. Money. Do you know where money is? In vaults, under mattresses, in braziers, in socks. Money is hidden. Money is not lying anywhere at all for you to take. It's hidden. Well hidden. Under lock and key. You will never find money. You are looking for money. Okay? look. You will never find money, even where you know it is there, you will not get it. So keep looking. I said keep looking for money. You look, ah, you will never find it, because come to my house and look, my house, I have planted. If anybody come to my house, will be annoyed, but you will not get money. I don't carry money. I don't carry. If they see it, I hear, carry small. Because if they have nothing to they will beat you. So I'm thinking about it. I don't carry money on me at all. I don't carry money at all. Amen. You're looking for money. You will never find it. And seek ye first, the kingdom. Seek God first. You know, one of the interesting things is when they are doing their marketing Um, advertising promotions, marketing promotions. What do they say? Buy one, get one free. Buy one, get one free. And that is God's offer to you. Buy me, God. Seek me first. And then I will give you the other one free. What does it imply? It implies for all the companies that do this, the more valuable thing is the one they are selling the one that costs more and is more precious to them is the one they are selling so they will tell you buy a fridge buy an air conditioner buy it the more valuable that, that brings them more profits and when you buy it is will oh, come and get a blender free come and get a microwave free come and get some 14-inch tv free they give you something that in their eyes is of less value and is affordable to give away it won't pain us that is why god says seek me first because of the two things god is far more valuable than anything else god says seek me first when you seek god he says these little little monies and things i will give you freely i will dash you freely and that is the secret people are, are looking for microwave they're looking you, you can't you don't have it but seek seek God first seek God first seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and He will add all these things unto you may that be your heart from today that's from today you are seeking God amen the money you can't find he'll give it to you the money you are looking for, I'll give it to you. The, the, the bills, you, you will discover that God is suddenly sorting out all your bills. That will be the discovery that will surprise you. That in seeking God, suddenly I didn't, I didn't only find Him. I, I got everything else. That is why people accuse pastors of liking money. That, that, that is, I mean, that is the accusation that comes to us. That pastors like money. No. It's not true. It's not true. We like God. We like God. That's why my son, he has gone to Madagascar, one of the poor places. Just go there. And, and be there. And serve God. Why? We like God. God is our priority. That's why my son, who is a pastor is a medical student he's spending all his time doing ch- I, I don't mind i'm not disturbed i'm not disturbed he he has final exams next two weeks he's going for a camp he went for the camp some of you you go for the camp he went for the camp and i paid his glory fair to go and come A person who has exams i don't mind at all god is our priority you see we like god but as we are seeking after god and then god adds these things but those who are standing on the outside they look at the man and say, Charlie, he likes money. But look, money is coming to him. He likes money. It's not, it's not like that. It's God giving us those things. That's how it is. That's how it works. God makes people wealthy by adding all things. May God add everything else into your life. But as you seek him, Can I give you some bad news? Can I give you some bad news? Oh, you don't want to hear the bad news. I'll give it to you. I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you. The bad news is this. You can't deceive God. No. I'm looking for God. I'm looking for God. You, you can't deceive Him. He can see your heart. He can see your heart big like a billboard. Clear. Can see church growth. I you say, Oh, no, you see, it's not your words that you give your official statements, your official pronunciations. No, it's not those things, it's the reality of your life, it's the reality of your heart that God is using to reward you. So, you still stand and say that, Oh, I believe in God, I'm here in church. Look at me, I'm in church. You are, you are in church, you are, some of you are in church, you are trying to sleep on me. I okay, can see your face, your eyes closing. It's closing. And some two are in church. They are here. The mind has gone. They, they are in town. They are, they, are, they are here in the body. But they are in town. Type it by asking. Are you, are, you, are you here in town? Ask your neighbor, Are you here or in town? Yeah. And, and even me. Even me. I can see that some of you are not here fully. Even me with my normal human eyes. I can see that some are not here fully. Some are here. You can see that they are waiting for 1 o'clock. When we close, and they are out of here. They are going to their real business. Ah, you think that God cannot see that yeah, you are not interested in Him? You think God cannot see that you are using me as care of just to make the pastor not call you? You think God cannot see that you are just trying to appease your conscience? I came out. I grew in a Christian home, and I just know every Sunday is church. That was all. I just come to church, and then we close. Then I go home. I finish my duties until next week. You think God does not know? You think God cannot tell us you, you are here? But as you are here, you are looking to see who came, who didn't come. What can we do? Tell it. Where is Christy? Christy didn't come. Christy? ah, Christy. I'm going house. Go see him. You are here in church, and you are thinking of you and Christy's plan after church. You think God cannot see all those things? he will see that he will withhold his blessings because he said seek me not just hang around me not just come and mark register present seek me then i will add all these things from today change your hearts i said change your hearts let there be a real desire i really love god i re- that must be your confession i really love god I didn't come to church just to be around here that is why sometimes as we are closing church people are happy I cannot do what I really want to do that is why sometimes when we close church within five minutes some are gone and then you wonder hey you're gone, where are you going When you are with your friends, you stand at the roadside. I'm taking trot- I'm going home. Oh, and we are chatting. We can talk at the front row station at the roadside for 30 40 minutes when you are with your friends. Oh, it's not true. Start chatting with your friends. Why? I, I like your company. We are just together. And we have no money, nothing. We're just around. That is how come some people, we can be here after church into the evening I, I, it's just our company we have nothing to do really we can finish our work in two hours and scatter and go home and, and go home and do what no. because what the person we love is here you must love God I said you must love God Amen seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness tell somebody from today make god number one if you want money ask him about do you want money ask him about tapping on the shoulder ask him ask him do you want money what did he say i mean real money i mean money say it well say money not that uh, you want money money i mean when you say money that's big thousands and thousands money is two cities and five cities and other small things. You want money? Yeah! If you want money, you must seek God first. Hallelujah! And the last one for today. God makes people wealthy by giving them grace that brings sufficiency. I'm explaining something this morning. God makes people wealthy by giving them grace that makes that brings sufficiency <laughs> and god is able second corinthians chapter 9 verse 8 and god is able to make all grace abound towards you that you always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every Good work amen many people are actually in this scripture most of us we are actually in this scripture in that God has given us sufficiency sufficiency that is why you are sitting here well dressed. you say you are broke look at you you are well dressed they say you are broke, you don't have money, but in your pocket is five cities or even ten cities, which is enough, it's enough for today's bills. And that is the calculation that um, we, we fail to do. God works in today. God works in today. Give us this day our daily bread. That was the prayer he told the disciples. You, are, you want to pray to God? Pray, pray. Ask for food. Ask for dress. Ask for everything. And he says he'll give it to you on a daily basis. That's what Hebrew says. Well, today is the day of salvation. Today, if you hear his voice, harden not your heart. God deals in today's. Amen. But somehow... We have been deceived by the calendar. And so many of us, we think in months. And we think in weeks. So when you have money, 100 cities, you start thinking, I have 100 cities, for one month is not enough. Who said it's for one month? We are talking about today. Do for today what you need. And today you need 20 cities, Blow it. Then you have 80 left. You are rich. And then tomorrow comes, you have 80. 8! Hey, 8 shots. 80 for 3 weeks. No, no, no. 80 for 1 day. Live as you require for 1 day. 80. And you need 7 cities for that day because you have tomatoes oil. But some days you don't need money. 2 are correct. On that day, no money. So just eat your food you have cooked in the freezer, in the fridge, whatever. Eat. And then only three series to go to work and come. Then you have 77 series. On Wednesday, hey, it's short. It's not short. It's okay for Wednesday. Because Wednesday, you must pay a bill of fifteen series. Hey, fifteen series. Then Thursday, then the whole month is finished. It's not finished. Pay that bill on Wednesday. Then you have 27 CDs left for Thursday. They are saying, oh, how will I survive? On Thursday, you need only 7 CDs to buy Kenke and Saturday in two things. You enjoy Kenke and Saturday and buy it. Then you have 20 left for Friday. By Saturday, it's finished. That is the day God will supply your need. That is the day when, as you are walking, you see a man, oh, Charlie, make you get 15 CDs. It's not a man, it's God. God sent him. I said, God sent him, as God sent a widow to provide for Elijah. God sent that man on the Thursday that you need the money, not Tuesday. On Tuesday, you go and buy shoe. Yeah. If it comes too early, you buy shoe, or you go and buy a dress, or you go and buy a new mobile phone. Because I have extra money, I have money now. Let me buy something. God says, it's not time to buy shoe yet. Just be alive. I'm giving you sufficiency. But you see, many of us are calculating months and weeks and even years. So the money will automatically look small in your hand. When that happens, two things. You grumble. And you complain. And you begin to become like the Israelites has god brought me here to kill me has god come to disgrace me and make me poor has god brought me here to remove all my power and you are grumbling against god that i have nothing yeah and then you are there and then and and listen ask any parent any parent you have a child who grumbles oh do you know what i'll do i will close that up you will not get even the little i'll give you you are grumbling, you want pocket money? I gave you 10 cities, uh, eh? Too small. Hey, some people live on 10 cities. You have food, clothing, shelter plus 10 cities, and you are grumbling. Bring my money back, or next time I'll give you nine cities until so you change your attitude and become grateful. I'm not gonna dash your money to a son who is complaining, a son who is grumbling, a son who comes. No, 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 I don't like the money. Smile, no, no. Then get the money. Then you are there. Hey! No, no, no. That's how you are to God. Grumbling, complaining, and sometimes crying insulting God. that's He, he you know, they try insulting that He is failing and He's not a good God. And if you are a proper God, look at what you are doing. You are a proper God. Am I a proper God? a yeah, Papa God, I'll give Papa money. No, no, no. Your attitude is wrong. Your behavior is wrong. Your words are hard. He says your words are stout against me. 1 chapter three. Your words are stout, hard, words against me. They are saying I'm wicked. Hey, you say I'm wicked for what you want to. You say I'm wicked. Okay, I'll show you wickedness now. That's why any other child get two cities. Oh, I'm one of my sons. He was going somewhere. I was going to give him money. I didn't have money. I said, pay. I'll pay you. And he looked at me. I said, I'll pay you. Go and buy. I'll pay you. I'll, I'll refund it. So he went and bought. Then I said, this guy. Sometimes when, he has, when I owe him money. Hey, no peace. No, he'll be reminding me of the bill I owe him. Endlessly. No peace. Daddy, you owe me money. Daddy, you owe me money. Daddy, you owe me. But this time he didn't say a word i said daddy the boy i change you so me myself when i was ready i i sent the money into his accounts i doubled it and then and then he called me that oh i've made a mistake that it was too i said it's not a mistake i appreciate your behavior in coolly just waiting there listen god doesn't like people who are grumbling and unhappy always Fighting over little things. The money is too little. I'm struggling. And you know, I, good God, Wait, when he has given you enough for today, and you are trying to think about, I need savings for tomorrow. I'm not at tomorrow. Uh, next year's school fees. It's, I don't care about next year's school fees. I, I'm not even thinking about it. You to, oh, next year's rent. Ne- next year's rent. Ah, That's somebody. Ah, I'm not thinking about it. I don't care about it. When next year comes, I will have more than enough to pay that bill. It's today that we are looking at. It's today, sufficiency for today. It's for today. And when you, when you have that, that attitude that is today, that grumbling will stop, and then God himself will begin to give you more. He will lift you up. I said God will lift you up anybody who is grateful to God and thankful. Bishop was preaching about prayer and thankfulness. He said that we are, many of us, by nature we are ungrateful. We take and go. We take and go. We don't say thank you. Many of us, we don't say thank you. We just say, oh, it's my due. It's my right. It is my, I'm supposed to get it. I don't say thank you for my thing. No. No, it's still a gift. Some have worked for companies and they were not paid. Hey, some have worked for three months; they've not been paid. When you are paid after the month, and then tell your boss, "Thank you." Eh, I've worked. It's mine. You have not seen some people who are working and there is no pay. Thank you. Gratefulness. Thank God for the blessings He has given you. He has given you enough for today. Sufficiency. Sufficiency. Amen. Amen. Verse 10. Sometimes it take a long time to change. I'm not sure whether you are not here, or you are here, or you are not seen, or you are not sure. I'm not sure, but I'm sure. He that ministered or gives seed to the sower, both minister bread. God will give you food for today and multiply your seed and He will give you seed. God gives everybody these two things. Food, bread and seed. Always. Always. You have bread and you have seed. And you need both to survive. You need both. Without these two, you break a cycle and then you enter into poverty. If you plant your bread, you waste it and you'll be hungry. Eat the bread. Eat the bread. Don't plant it. It means you must live an okay life. Amen. Sow your seed. Don't eat it. When you eat your seed, you'll be hungry. Because tomorrow's bread is based on today's seed. And God has calculated in His plans that tomorrow you will harvest what you're planting today. So you need so much money because half is coming from the ground and the other half I'm topping up to make you complete. You have eaten the half from the ground. When the top up comes, it is insufficient because you ate your seed and you are now looking for more seed. No, 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 no. Eat your bread and sow your seed. And that is why I try, but nobody should ever come to a church service and go away without sowing a seed nobody one day that seed will be the bread you'll be eating and then god will only add a little to top it up and make you sufficient hallelujah (laughs) sufficiency sufficiency you'll be okay tell somebody god has determined to bless you but it's for us to walk in his ways it's for us to live According to his plans. He has the power. The power to make you wealthy. Now you must live according to his ways. Then and only then will you see the great wealth that God can give you. Put your hands together. Shall we stand to our feet? More points next week. More points next week. Pray. Many of us, our poverty is our lack of God in our lives. Many of us. Your poverty is that you don't fear God. You don't love God. You don't follow God. That's your poverty. That's why you are the way you are. You don't have that desire for God. It's not in your heart. I'm preaching it this morning. I'm preaching. I'm talking to somebody. The reason why you are struggling as you are struggling is that you are not serving God as you should, and and what you are doing walking around us is not enough. It's not enough when you have malaria and they give you cloak ten and you take four. It's not enough. You not get better, you not get better. The malaria will persist in your body until finally you die from malaria parasites. You are doing God half and half. That is why many of us are not seeing real breakthrough. Listen. Today I'm preaching God. I'm preaching Jesus in your hearts. I'm preaching be a good Christian. I am, you, you, you think it's money? Not at all. I'm preaching about your Christianity. That you'll be a person who loves God. Loves God from the bottom of your heart. A person who wants to follow God and serve God. That's what I'm preaching this morning. I'm preaching, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Be a good Christian. Be a good Christian. This morning, wherever you are, place your hand over your heart and pray for this heart that it will be a good heart. Pray for this heart to be a heart that loves the Lord, to be a heart that loves Jesus. Pray for this heart. This heart that has the tendency to stray into wickedness, into selfishness, into humanity. There's a heart that has a heart tendency to pray, stray into things of men. Pray for this hearts. Oh, Lord, change my heart. Change it. Give me a good heart. Give me a, a heart that loves you. Give me a heart that you can, you can direct. A heart that you can send. A heart that you can control. A heart that you can use to make and bring forth things that, that bless you. Let's just pray for your heart this morning. i I cannot hear you at all just lift up your voice and begin to pray our time is short just pray pray a little bit lift your voice wherever you are talk to god you are you are praying for yourself you are praying for your future you're praying for your your success and your future prosperity you are praying for the the years to come the house you will build the car you will drive the, the things you will buy in your lifetime just pray lord it is all connected to your heart It is connected to your heart as your heart draws close to God all these things will be added into your life as your heart strays away from God all these things go away from you this is your heart it controls your future this is your heart it controls your prosperity this is your heart of hardness, of wickedness, of unforgiveness, of bitterness, of coldness, of hardness. This heart, once if God cannot touch it and soften it, it goes away. And then prosperity is, is, is diminished in your life. Just pray right now for yourself. Just for a minute. Just pray. This afternoon you want to bow your heads, you want to close your eyes. You are here this afternoon, and you are not sure you are going to heaven when you die. You want to give your life to Jesus. You want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. I want Jesus to come into my heart and make me born again. When we say born again, you are not sure. It means the person who is certain is going to heaven, and you are here, and you are not certain. Wherever you are, do me a favor and lift your right hand. Say, Pastor, please. I'm not sure I'm going to heaven. I want to be sure I'm going to heaven. Please pray for me. And you are here. Wherever you are, lift your right hand. Lift your right hand. You are not sure. Don't leave this place like this. I met a young man who said, Oh, I hope to go to heaven. Don't, don't leave this place. Know for sure that you can be sure you're going to heaven. Thank you, my brother. I see your hand over there. Anybody else? You want to be sure that you're going to heaven. Don't leave this place without uncertainty. Listen, if you are here this afternoon, wherever you are, with that mind, my brother with the arm raised, please just come to me. And Anyone else, just come to me right now. Just come to me right now. Just come to me right now. Oh, put your hands together for them. Just come to me right now. You are here and you are thinking, should I go? Should I go? Yes, come. Yes. Oh, my God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you anybody else anybody else I want to give my heart to Jesus I want to give my life to Jesus I want to be sure that when I die I'll be in heaven I want us to pray my brother my sister I want to lead you in a prayer and just pray after me dear Jesus today I come to you just as I am Lord Jesus I believe you are the son of God who came from heaven to die on the cross for my sins you shed your blood that my blood should not be shed and you died so that I should not die but I should have life and life abundantly today Change my heart give me a new heart one that loves you and will follow you and serve you write my name in the book of life prepare a place for me by your side today I am born again and Jesus is my Lord my master my Savior and my best friend I will follow you and I will serve you for all my days thank you Father for sending Jesus for me this is my prayer in Jesus name Father thank you for my brother my sister who stand here to confess you before this house I pray Lord that you mark them from today onwards with a seal and a mark that from henceforth they belong to you Write their names in the book of life and write their names in your palm that you hold them. Write your name on their hearts that they will forever be marked as yours. Lord, keep them from today. Lead them and guide them by the Holy Spirit. Let them be their constant companion, being with them in every situation, speaking and guiding them. Lord, thank you that as they begin this journey of a new life in you, they become our brothers and our sisters in Christ we form one family the body of Christ the family of God on earth bless my brother and my sister from this day onwards keep them in Jesus name Amen we believe the word of God has come through to reach you join us at the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama. Behind the confidence eating place, listen every Sunday at nine thirty AM and six PM every Tuesday. Stay blessed.